The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. It's time for Last Call at the 1420 Sports Bar. We've all had those nights where you just feel the need to stick around a little longer. When maybe the drinks are going down a little easier, you just have a little more to say or the company around is a little bit better. That's why there's Last Call. So make sure you stick around. It's usually when things get a little more interesting. And be sure to tip your server every time after the Last Call. Last call, the uh, 1420 Sports Bar podcast. More Bruce Sports talking a whole lot more. We're going to have one more tonight before we call our night here at last call on this uh, 20th day of November 2023. Dave, the Grey Cup was uh, yesterday. It's a Canadian tradition, and I'm not the uh, the biggest uh, Canadian Football League fan, but every year, year in, year out, I watch the Grey Cup. I've been doing it since I was a kid. It's one of those things you do, whether you go uh, to a house party, which don't happen very often anymore, whether you go to a bar, whether you sit at home and watch the game. The Grey Cup is a Canadian tradition, almost almost like no other. Uh, I know, and you you as well, you're not a Canadian Football League fan, but uh, what's your thoughts? Don't, let's not get into the game right now, but let's, what's your thoughts on the Grey Cup? It is a, it is a Canadian tradition in my mind. Um, it's very nostalgic. My dad was, and all his friends uh, back in the day were CFL fans. I didn't watch. My dad wasn't watching any NFL. We were a bit of a religious family, so uh, the little bit of NFL I could watch didn't even start till I was 12, 13 years old. So CFL Saturdays, that kind of shit. Edmonton Eskimos fans uh, is what we were. They were called the Elks. At the, sorry, they were called the Eskimos, and they're called the Elks now. But even though the great cup five, is five in a row. Five in a row. Uh, then even after Warren Moon was done, Damon Allen, Ricky Ray, Tracy Ham, uh, quarterbacks' names that are American fans. I don't even know if they've known. Anthony Calvillo was a quarterback for Montreal forever. But then we had Doug Flutie. Um, not Edmonton, but, you know, the Canadian Football League. I, I digress. Um, the Great Cup was a big deal back in the day. And uh, even my father-in-law, he's a Winnipeg Blue Bomber fan who was, uh, had the best record in the league and was in the, the big game yesterday. I, I even gave him a little sh- pep talk yesterday, told him, well, the Leafs and Dodgers aren't doing it for you lately, uh, Deno, so I'm glad that Blue Bombers can do it. And literally, I, I jinxed him. I phoned him this morning and said, sorry about the jinx, Den. Yeah, it's funny. We were I went to, back to Homeland yesterday to watch the uh... – the to, to hang out with mom and just have a conversation. I, I, I we couldn't stand watch the game with her, but she uh she got a little bit verklempt, I guess, a little bit uh thinking about all the great cups she watched with, with dad. And uh it's such a Canadian tradition. Like and I, I you just remember like even like when we were gallivanting around the sea of leopards back uh, 20 30 years ago uh we'd find a great cup party no matter where it was like we didn't care about the game but there's always a great cup party to be had and it's 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 the it, it it hasn't changed a lot over the years, and I think I still think it's fantastic. I I really do that you have a, a small group of people who um, 
like care about the game, but you have a large group of people who who uh, make care games, about the tradition of the game. Who, who came about care about the, the making the game an event, right? And like chicken wings and nachos and beers and everything else. It's it's such a Canadian tradition. The CFL it never fails to um, disappoint when it comes down to. Uh, the game itself with the Grey Cup, because over the years, I mean, you can, you, you, you'll, I hope you agree with me on this one. There's been a lot of Grey Cups, and more, not not Grey Cups, sorry, Super Bowls. Twenty, thirty years ago, there were absolute duds, blowouts, and everything else, and the the halftime show stinks. And I'm not, I'm not saying that the, uh, I'm not saying for one second that the Grey Cup shows are always great. So I remember being at a couple of them. I was like, oh, this is quite, quite bad. But the game itself is always quite good. Uh, and sometimes quite excellent. And yesterday was no exception. No, it was it was a very entertaining game to watch. I, um, I was uh, tweeting a little bit there. I was hoping our friends could uh, tune in. I believe it was on Hulu and ESPN Ocho Cinco. I don't fucking know. I made up that last one, but it was available in the states. And um, once you get over the absolute size of the field. And how small the players look on this field. It was a hell of an entertaining game. A lot of hard hits. A lot of good catches. Athletic plays. These guys are still athletes. It was it was fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. And, and I found that... I Did you notice how hard hitting that third, fourth quarter were? Oh, yeah, man. There was some massive hits in there. And, and, and clean... But how these hits are able to happen on a CFL field as opposed to NFL field is because the field is so big. They can take a, a couple extra to... steps, right? And they and right. they get into it a little bit more. And all it, it was great. And the 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 play because and if, for, for for American listeners who don't know, I, I hope I hope you would if you're a football fan, you probably figure it out. But the uh the way that the three down game is, and you have to get something done right now. One down run, second down you get to throw the ball and then you punt. Like it, 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 even when the game was close at the end there last night, like it's, it was never over and it was never over until the fat lady sung. And that's the way it turned out. No, it's, right. it's, it's, it's so great with it. Like this, the, let's, I'm not going to, going to pretend that the CFL doesn't have a lot of duds because it does. But when the games are close and they're moving the ball back and forth and the, and the punting game, and everything goes, the CFL is a, a very, very entertaining game. And, you know, uh, some football purists have, have said the CFL is actually a better game played with lesser athletes. The the NFL would never in a zillion years adopt that field because they would be losing a million dollars a game in, in seat revenue. Like for those of you right. who don't know. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's a very good point. Right. The, the end zone in the NFL, uh, sorry, in the CFL is 25 yards and from uh, goal line to goal line is 110 yards. It's a massive and and uh, probably a full third wider. It's a fucking Walmart parking lot. It is fucking huge. Yeah. You know, so, but uh, nonetheless, it was fun. Yeah. yeah. Like when I watched the uh, the the third quarter over or second quarter story over at Browns across the street there and uh, shout out to Browns West Side uh, the uh, the the younger uh, younger uh, he he said uh, 
server. He said, I, I just can't. I just can't. His mom was one of the fucking, his mom was, was working. He's from Hamilton originally. His mom was working there. I said, well, what's wrong? Like, what's wrong, Ryan? What's, what is wrong with this? I, was, I just can't. So the CFL has a problem there that they lost a generation of football of football fans because the 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 mega marketing that the NFL is in comparison because there was a point in my in my life and I remember like and you you talked about the NFL uh, being king about the NFL um, being a, a a better product I remember this was years ago friend of the show Dave Kraus and this was back in 1994 1995 he said if the NFL, the CFL is a better product but they don't have the athletes that the NFL has if you put the CFL or the, the NFL pro, the NFL athletes into the CFL product you would have the best football ever the game yeah. would be unbelievable there would still be big hitting because there, there, there's so much ground to cover. And move, you, you have to move the ball. Move right. the ball. You know, and I've said that a long time about uh, NFL, like how can we uh, address these concussion issues? Even if you made that field 10 yards wider because you're putting all these fucking bullets into a chamber, yeah. then they're going to hit really hard sooner or later, right? But now you're just, you're just simply increasing the surface area of the field. You're going you're gonna to have, A, you're going to have better running games, better passing games, and you're going to have more open field hitting because these guys aren't jammed shoulder to shoulder anymore. Yeah, if you put the CFL game with the NFL athletes, I think you have a, per- a perfect game. I, I really, I really do. Like, oh, it'd be so. It would be so fun to watch. Because there, there, there's. We, we. I mean, I talk a little more than you do. Like you're a more of a uh, NFL apologist than I am. Because I find like a lot of games are done by whatever time in the fourth quarter. Like, oh well, they're taking knees and doing that. Yeah, whatever. But yes, like in the game last night, because there's some quirky rules that never really come to effect, but they try them once in a while. Like if you kick the ball with, with three downs, you can recover it. You can actually kick the ball whenever you want in the CFL. And they never turn out. But like there's there's it, it would be funny to watch how the uh how the players when they first come up from the states and play uh with the, the different rules that CFL have like what the fuck is going on here with the oh, bigger balls the, the time, bigger yeah. field like okay what's going on here like uh, and no fair catch but yeah. the but you can uh but you have to give the guy 5 yards 5 yeah. yards yeah. but the guy that kicked the punter is allowed to recover the ball good old Canada like that that's one of the quirky rules like just Fucking study the fucking rule book. Do a little bit of do a little bit of studying, and then you might succeed in this game. So. No, I love it. Green Day was really was great. The, Green the Day kicked a bit of ass. That was Green. better than the last three Super Bowl shows. A hundred percent. Like Rihanna Rihanna's was bullshit last year. Yeah. She was absolute horseshit. Green Day was absolutely fantastic, and everything else. And they rocked. No, yeah. The. Uh, the Grey Cup and the CFL is a touch of Canadiana, and we don't, I, I, we don't give enough credit throughout our country. And guys our age should probably give it a little bit more because we're the, it's a dying breed that uh, there, it, it lost its generation. There was a lot, a lot of stuff going on, but no, the CFL, like I'm not going to say next July 12th, I'm going to watch the Stampeders and the uh, the Lions play, but I, I. I I need to make a conscious decision to watch more CFL games because you know what? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. And, you know, I think in the same way, I that's the only CFL 
I watched maybe 20 minutes all year, and I watched the majority of the game on Sunday. I can't watch much more than I watched uh, for the regular season games. I just simply can't. But I will be sad when it Why comes. Is that? So I got. I, I I don't I don't know because it's on a Thursday night. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. I've, I've said it before. I said I, I've said it before, to, uh, David. I miss it to Deanne all the time. I said that that's the problem the CFL has. I don't know when it's on. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and holiday Mondays. And they get rid of this one, and they play that one, and there's two games in one day. And I don't. There's no set schedule, and that's that. That's my problem with CFL. I don't know when yeah, it's but, on. But you know I, how I know, hard would I, I don't. Yeah, same. You know, like how hard would it be? You know, when every fucking Yankee game is. Right. You well, just Monday, Tuesday, schedule. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And the season is so fucking long, too. Don't they play like twenty games? They they start team. They start in June. Yeah. And then they play all summer. And then those poor bastards from the south that have to play in cold weather games. And that's the biggest thing. Like when you play in the summer, and I get it, you can't play. You got shit to do. Uh, you're you're doing stuff, right? So summertime, you get lost in it. Like you, on a Friday night, I'm not tuning. I'm not turning into a football game. Like I'm, I'm watching a baseball game, and I'm or I'm I'm working a baseball game. Or I'm doing different things. Or I'm out in the backyard, or I'm out pruning fucking trees. So that that's one thing that the CFL has to figure out. But it's an entertaining game, and it, it, like it's it's not bad. It's not bad athleticism. It's not. I think it, it gets a bad a bad a bad rep that way with a lot of people and a lot of NFL raw raw guys are like no it's shitty it's not shitty it's just different and, and it's that, not shitty it's different and it's the just best different. athletes are, are playing in the NFL because yeah. of the money like that's that's as simple as that yeah but I I would like to see like the uh, we talked in the, the actually the fourteen twenty uh, sports bar podcast tonight before we got to the last call here that uh, yeah it's it's interesting. Like you, you wonder what that league would be like if the if they got a few more guys that got filtered in a little bit. If there was some kind of a partnership with the CFL, because uh, these guys are playing playing just the, they're they're playing for a, not a legacy, but the, just trying to maybe get a chance. Yeah, maybe you know, and it beats finding a real job, right? You know, and, and you know, it's it's there's a lot of. When I say a lot, I would say probably between twenty and thirty players in the NFL that have a have had the cup of coffee in the CFL, made their mark, or they they fell through the cracks, and then they played two three years, and then they get a look, and that's all you can ever ask because there's, <laughs> it's a throwing league. There's so many receivers. There's like four receivers on every single fucking pattern. Running backs never make the jump. Receivers do. Defensive players do. Um, linemen on both sides do, and the odd quarterback. Well, it, I guess there hasn't been a quarterback since not for a number of years, yeah. But it's yeah. one of those things. But Doug, like, like I said, we said earlier, Doug Flutie was uh, if, if there, there's no Flutie flakes, no the CFL, <laughs> no chance, no chance. Right? I, it was, yeah, because otherwise he would have been done push, pushing a pen for someone in Boston, yeah, right? Done. Like, you know. Yeah. Doug Doug Flutie isn't on ESPN without CFL. He's on ESPN. In college, yeah. Yep. Well, I've never liked Doug Flutie. I like Doug Flutie. I think he's a bit of a dick. Short man syndrome, 
right? He has to prove how tough and smart he is all the time. He was a hell of a he was a hell of a CFL quarterback. I'll say that he had a good run in second second time around the NFL. Defined good playoff games and yeah, not as a starter. He was never a starter. Yes, he was in Buffalo. No, that's when that's when that's when people got hurt. No, no, no. He, he started. He started like eight or nine games for the Buffalo Bills in '95 or '96, and then what happened was is they were paying Rob Johnson a lot of money, and so so they had they had to play, play Johnson in the uh, last game of the season, and then play uh, Johnson in the playoff game, and that was the game that the fucking the uh, the throwback. What was that in uh, the the the, the, music, ma- city, the, the music, music City, city Miracle? miracle. Rob Johnson started that game, and Rob Johnson lost that game because they were paying him millions of bucks a year. And the owner said Johnson starting this game and not Flutie because they're playing they're paying Flutie eight hundred fifty grand or whatever it was. That's the actual facts. So, but like, so Rob Johnson did lose that game. The 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 Music City Miracle won that game. Flutie, so Rob Johnson. Flutie, Rob Johnson put his put his team in a place to win. Flutie would have won that game, not been in a situation where he went to overtime. <laughs> Flutie was oh, like he, like he can fuck off. I don't. I'm not a Flutie fan. Really? No, not <laughs> at all. I mean, anyway, that's because he played for the Stampeders here in uh, Calgary for so long. But I, no. I find him to be a bit of an American, uh, uh, not an American, uh, a bit of an arrogant uh, Napoleon complex kind of guy. Five foot fuck all. Well, it happens. Anyways, that's last call for the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four Beer Sports talking a whole lot more. Make sure you tip your server at last call. Dave, what do you got going on? Congra- well, congratulations to the Alouettes, the, the eventual winners. Uh, scored their touchdown, their game-winning touchdown with, I want to say, 12 seconds left on the clock in the game. Excellent clock management. Story, Dennis. <laughs> Sorry, Dennis. That's my father-in-law. He's been a blue a blue bomber fan for literally the, the 81 years of his life. So he was a little heartbroken, but what do you know? But it's always next year, and we'll see what happens. They played 110 of these fucking games. They're gonna go to one, one, one. 14:20 last call. 14:20 sports bar last call. Make sure you tip your server. Have yourself a pleasant good evening. Get home safe, everybody.